Why me? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Not in a pity way, but in a pleading with God way. Um, I think we've all been there where something bad happens in our lives and we ask, why me? Or why did you let this happen, God? The thing is, these questions only happen in the midst of struggle and doubt. We would never ask, why me, when we pass a test or play really well in a game. Um, it's only when we're questioning God's path for our lives or when we find ourselves in the midst of struggle. I've had a few of these why, moment, why me moments in my 20 years um, of life so far, which is where I found myself with a little bit of difficulty finding which era I wanted to talk to you about today. I realized that there wasn't just one thing that I could talk about when it came to eras in my life where I've seen God working, but several that I feel would be important for me to share with you today. To begin, this is the beginning of my diabetes era. I'm still in it, and I'll always be in it, but when I was 11, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and this was the picture I took of myself with my heart-shaped chicken nugget um, after I got diagnosed. Yes, that's me. I had just been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and was told that I would have to live with this for the rest of my life. Um, while there had been a lot of moments in the past nine years um, that I've had type 1, I have asked God, why me? Um, I've also been blessed to have met hundreds of people that I wouldn't have known before simply because of my diagnosis. I spent a lot of years hiding my medical devices, hiding the fact that I had type 1 diabetes just because it made me different. I didn't really want to show that part because I didn't want to answer questions about it. I didn't want it to be part of who I was. However, in the last few months over the past year, um, after nine years of hiding it, I've started wearing my devices in more visible spots, like on my arm, or my leg, so that people can start asking questions. I want it to be a point of conversation and I want to connect with those who want to ask questions or uh, possibly have diabetes and see that I'm wearing it and want to start a conversation. Seeing this device has led to an automatic connection with people with diabetes and people who know someone with diabetes, which is exactly why I wear it, to show it off now. Getting diagnosed was also one of the reasons that ultimately led me to getting baptized. I realized that over the course of a couple years, while my body was shutting down on itself, that I could have died. And God was the only answer I was confident in for why I didn't. Because of that, I continued to turn this specific why me moment into a glory of God moment. My senior year of high school brought a lot of uncertainty. I applied to York as a joke um, because my parents went here and I just thought it'd be cool if I got accepted. Uh, I did get accepted and then I was like, yeah, I'm not going to college. The next year brought more uncertainty with my plans for after high school than I really ever thought possible. Um, my senior year was coming to an end. April rolled around and David Odom had reached out to my dad, kind of planting the seed again in, um, in my plans and I started thinking about it, coming here again. Graduation had passed, my graduation vacation had passed, and I got home from my graduation vacation and uh, over half of my family who went with me came down with COVID. My papa, who some of you may know as Bill Stewart, was hospitalized because of his condition. Um, he was one of the people who, who got COVID. Um, and during this time that he was sick, I, and in the hospital, I had committed to play volleyball here in hopes that he would be able to continue supporting me. 
I got to tell him that I was coming to York to play volleyball before he passed away a couple days later. I've never experienced grief like this before, but I knew that York was going to be the best place for me because he loved it so much. I met people here like Elizabeth and Grant who knew my papa and have experienced the same love as him as I did. His passing connected me with people who knew and loved him, and again, when I was thinking, why him? Why my family? I was shown that there's more connection in loss and grief than we ever realize. A month later, I moved to York. I started my volleyball season, and a month after that, my dad called me and told me he had stage three esophageal cancer and that he would have to go through chemo and radiation for a little while and have surgery. At that moment, I no longer wanted to be here. I had been here for a month. I wanted to leave. I needed to go home and be with my dad and my family. However, there were several people here who surrounded me during that time and made me feel loved and supported in the midst of my fear and worry. President Sam Smith, being one of them, called my dad right after this picture was taken and talked to my dad and I about keeping our faith, and he prayed over my dad and our family. I don't think he knows how much that moment meant to me as a daughter who was constantly in fear of losing her dad. I continued to ask why him, why my family, again and again, but my dad proved his strength and continued trusting the Lord, which inspired me to do the same. He not only beat stage three esophageal cancer, but a year later he also beat melanoma that was found in his foot. So I can proudly say that my dad has beat cancer twice and the fight continues to inspire me. This experience <laughs> has brought me closer to my family, and while, I, while we watched my dad fight cancer, we were all able to lean on each other and grow our faith during this time. I want you to know that I'm not sharing all of these things with you to say that my life is hard or that I've been through it or whatever, because I'm not, and, and my life is no harder than any of yours. Um, no matter what, we've all had some sort of struggle that we've dealt with in our lives, whether you believe that to be big or small. Which leads me to share this verse with you. Romans 8.18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. This verse shows that struggle is not optional. It gives a good reminder that our present sufferings are temporary when we compare them to the eternal glory that, will we, that we will experience in Jesus. So no matter what you are going through, whether it's health issues, family issues, friend issues, grief, loss, betrayal, etc., Know that you can navigate through those events with perseverance and faith. I want to leave you with this story. When I was young, probably around 11 or 12, I would pray this prayer that God would send me people that I could connect with in any way, shape, or form. When I think back to that, I kind of laugh at myself because I don't really know um, how many people my 12-year-old self really thought I could connect with or would connect with in the next eight years, but that prayer was answered, and it was answered fully. There's a deep connection within struggle that I have experienced firsthand in many different eras of my life, and I hope that you can find that connection as well in yours. I challenge you to connect with people here because it will greatly change your college experience. York is a special place, and while some of my hardest battles have been fought in my time here, I have also seen God work more in the last two plus years than at any other time in my life. So seek him seek connection, and welcome struggle because the glory of God will follow. Thank you.